0: Good afternoon, everyone. This is Kizzy coming from my home to your home or wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. Happy New Year's, everyone. I hope that everyone's new year has um, started off good. We are in a week of it. Who would have thought? So far, it's been a week. And... I can't say that it's been bad and I can't say that it's been good, but there is something shifting in the atmosphere. There is definitely something going on in the spirit of men and women, and it's going to be a good thing. Um, I'm so happy that I'm able to see another year, um, hopefully another uh, birthday, which I'll have in a month, and I'm excited for that. Um, I'm just excited also because this would be officially two years that I had started this podcast and that right there alone says a lot. Don't think you can't do something just because you don't have all of the equipment to do it, but as long as you can start it and as long as you can press forward, those things will come there will be someone that will take interest in you and what you're doing. I am living proof of it. And I thank everyone that listens um that takes the time out to listen to a podcast that had no idea that on certain topics that I've done which are, you guys are kind of freaky because um the topics that are usually about sex, um, it, it goes through the rule far as ratings. Um, the one that I did for men is still um, climbing. But I do thank you guys for listening. No matter which topic you choose to listen to, I thank you. Um, I'm so excited though, you guys. It is 2023. Who would have thought in the 90s that we would ever, cause the nineties was different. The nineties were, we were going in a whole different form, different style, clothing had changed, hair had changed. Um, you know, people doing a lot of more self care to themselves had changed. Um, and now we're in the two thousands and going from the two thousands, it's been 23 years already. If that doesn't amaze you I don't know what else will. I know we're living in um, some different times, things that we had already been warned about. We just didn't get, you know, just the the instructions, I will say. But I guess we kind of did because that's what the Bible is for. It's a roadmap to life. So it's up to you to take out the quality and time to... Use what was left for you to have a certain quality in life. Um, I'm going to do a topic today that I know hits home for a lot of people. It's not going to be a very long topic, but, you know, you never know where the spirit leads. And today's topic is on... On the outside looking in, what's wrong with my family? I know a lot of people are on the outside looking in and judging you according to what you have and what they think that they see. If you listen to the last podcast, it was called A Smile. Don't always be on the outside looking in when you have no clue of what I'm really going through. And a lot of times we get this judgment from family. So that's why I say, what is wrong with my family? We're so quick to judge and just stay stuck. And Instead of saying, I'm going to do something different. I'm not going to judge this person just being on the outside. How about you take the time to be around that person so that you you don't have to judge and you don't have to be on the outside looking in. I try to make my topics more than what the title is saying. I try to hit home into your spirit or into your heart or just in your mind or even in your situation. Because I know that we've all dealt with this with our families, um, even with our friends, you know, friends, when you use the word friend, you, you have to be careful how you title that word because friend is, is, is not what it's turning out to be. You know, as we all know, the young lady with her friends or she thought was her friends sat there and, had her go on a trip with them and the young lady ended up dead. That is so, so sad, but it is, it is happening every day. We are coming against each other, our own family. And it makes no sense. Um, I'm going to say two of the statements that is going to be pertaining to this topic. Once again, the show is called, let's talk about it. And this is what we do. I hope that everyone gets something out of this because I did take the time to figure out what was going to be my first topic for the year. I know that I have something coming for the ladies, but the ladies this time is going to be, it's, it's going to be more personable than the men. So I have something set up for the ladies, um, those that I know that I can get in touch with and it's it's going to be special. It's going to be fun. Like I said, it's called Candles in Conversation. I hope that I can do one with the ladies and I hope that I can do one with the men. You know, I um, also have something coming up. Um, it's going to be Teams Live. So if you've ever did a video chat with someone, it's going to be just like that. We're gonna be on video chat with each other and you get to chat with me on the video. And this is something I created as well for myself. I just thought about it one day and said that I'm gonna try it. I can send invitations out to people and we can actually see and hear one another. But getting on back onto the topic, one thing I'm gonna say is number one, friends are the family you choose for yourself. I'll say that one more time. Friends are the family you choose for yourself. Let's take some time and think about that. I always used to tell my children um, when they were growing up, pick your friends, don't let your friends pick you. Reason I say that is because you got a lot of people out here that will pick you out they're predators. They know the kind of people that they want to use, and it's awful. It's awful that, and someone that has a genuine heart is not thinking, "Oh, that this person has seeked me out." So, I say that and 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 just give a little bit of guidance there, and I hope that that word helps with you know some of you guys. Pick your friends and let your friends pick you. Um, Number two, family are the friends God choose for you. I'll say it again. Family are the friends God choose for you. When I thought about that, at first it kind of made me kind of upset because it's like, And I know I'm not the only one that has said, why did I get this family? What did I do wrong to get stuck with this family? You know, mama going outside looking like she every bit of 60, but she in her 40s. It used to be so embarrassing because at that time she wasn't a, a spiffy dresser. She was going through some mental issues that back then nobody really paid attention to about, but my friends did, you know, and oftentimes I wonder like, why do I have the family that I have? They're not accepting. How is that family? And they're really not because if they're not accepting you for who you are and how you are, then it's, they're not family. And truthfully, they're not friends because family nor friends should judge you. They should be accepting of who you are and how you are. Um, I used to ask, you know, myself, like, why is my family like this? Why do I have to be made to feel like I'm the black sheep of the family because I speak my mind? Because I'm eccentric, because I don't look like everyone in my family, I've had people say some crazy things to me that is just it just blows my mind and says, um, "Well, we're not we're not real cousins." Um, you know that's just like what I've heard, and I have to tell people, uh, look stupid. My mom is your dad's aunt which makes me your first cousin, you dummy. But that just goes to show how people really think about you. To even go that far, to say that you're not family. This is what I heard. Please forgive me for that background noise. My neighbors is over here, I guess, building a fort of somehow. I don't know what everybody is getting prepared for. I guess they think we're gonna go into some War, I mean, the wars that we're going to be dealing with is not going to be of gun. We are dealing with some mental wars. We are dealing with financial wars. We are dealing with healing and sickening wars. So he's over here building for something. So, excuse me. But back to the topic. The topic is once again on the outside looking in, what's wrong with my family? You know, we create families as well. We create families based off of what we grew up from. And a lot of us grew up with parents, we we look now and we have a diagnosis for it. They really were, had some mental issues going on. They really did have some things that was going on because how can you dislike a nine year old just because they speak their mind? Why can't you help them articulate a little bit better versus dogging them out and talking about them or calling that girl a fast little helper because this is what she decided to wear. What's wrong with our family, y'all? How can you be in the hospital for a whole week and not nobody knows? How can my family be starving And no one ever calls to say, how are you guys doing? Where did we go wrong? Where did we go wrong? Where did we turn? And yes, this makes me cry. This makes me so hurt. How do we come in the new year with not even hearing from your family. Do you know how many people I've talked to and say, what did you do for the new year's? And, you know, you know, how was the new year and how did you bring it in? And, you know, Oh, I brought it in by myself. I did nothing. I slept through it. You know, I didn't, I didn't bring it in in church. No, I didn't have any family members over, which is okay. You know how if if that is if that's what you're used to doing is nothing wrong with it. And I don't want anyone that is listening to think that it's something wrong with bringing in the new year by yourself. But if we're going to celebrate two things, two things for certain, two things for sure. We know that there's a new year. And we know that we have birthdays. We know that these two things are real. I'm just saying because there's so much debate on what's the real and what's fake. You know, people are saying that we are decoys, that we've been here before. And that's fine if that's what you want to believe. It's okay. It's, It's what you choose to believe. But our family and the generations and the culture we don't do the things that we should do. When the last time have you called someone or went over a person's house just and looked in their refrigerator? Now you know we we it's people that get, you know, food stamps, and I ain't talking about no few hundred dollar few food stamps. I'm talking about two thousand dollars worth of food stamps. And no, they don't have that many children but never ever thinks to say, let me go by my brother's house. Let me go by my sister's house. Let me go by my mom's house, open her refrigerator door and gives them a paper and a pen and say, write down a list of what you need. That's family, that's family for sure because family's gonna feed you. When you go over a relative's house, And that person don't decide to say, hey, I'm going to cook something. You want something? That's hospitable to your family. We should be better than this. And I'm not saying that you always have to do something for someone. But what I am saying is take the time and think sometime. It's not always about you. What is wrong with my family? We're on the outside looking in. Okay, I may have a nice car. I may have a nice house. I may dress nice. But remember that frown behind the smile. We have to look more in depth with our family and the people that we choose to say are our friends. You know, It's something very, very deep, and it's something very, very deeply wrong about your your family. There is 10 areas of shame that our family does to one another. Number one is body image. Your family members may dislike you because you have such a nice shape. Trauma, things that you've gone through because of your family. Religion, because you decide to follow someone else than what and whom they decide to follow. Appearance. Like I said, you may be a snappy dresser and then they say, who do you think you are? You may be a low key dresser where you really don't put too much into your outfit. Why do you come look around looking like that? This is our family that judges us, not just accept us for what we got on. Now, I'm not, you know, saying that sometimes it, it, it does need to be a question raised on what do you have on? You know, because some of our family, they need help. They may not know what to wear. So with that, I would say that it's not a bad thing, but it's definitely not a good thing. It's also, also, as always how you say it. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. Health, both physical and mental. Do we check up on each other and worry about each other's health? We hear it through the grapevine. Oh yeah, such and such was in the hospital for a whole month. How in the hell can we be family and we didn't know that our cousin, our auntie, our brother was in the hospital. Some of us don't even know if our mother and father are okay because of generational things that has gone on in the family and we feel the need that we don't need to, do, to be around each other anymore because of that hurt still being there. Sex. And I'm not talking about the action. I'm talking about your sex, whether you're female, whether you are male. Some of us are finding love in different ways. You know, and people are always going to have something to say about that. People are always going to have something to say about how you find love. Aging. We are so combative and ashamed of how our mothers may look, our fathers may look. The family that comes to the family gatherings, for those that does and do have family gatherings, you know, you have that family that they just don't have it. But we're so quick to talk about them and say bad things when they're gone or, and sometimes to their face, speaking out. You may be the outspoken person, which I know I am. I'm, I am the outsmoking smoking. smoking. I am the outspoken person. You see where my mind is the most outspoken person in my family. always have been. I've been this way as long as I've, Remember that I can talk. I've always been outspoken. And a lot of times it's not anything to be wrong with being outspoken. I do realize that not everybody can handle that. But as a family, if you're not okay with something that somebody said, then pull that person to the side and talk to them. Why shame them from the rest of the family? Why not invite them to none of the family gatherings? Okay, you had a blow up. That blow up was last year. That blow up was two years ago. And you're still holding this against them? But then we have people that we absolutely don't even know. And they will love us with no relationship. You have people that are not even related to you by no no means, no blood, no nothing. And they will love on you more than your own family will. You will have people that you don't even know ask you, are you okay? When your own family doesn't even notice when you get up in the morning that you're not the same. Nobody calls to check on you. Nobody calls or comes by or sends a text message. Nobody reaches out to you by card. You could be all alone and didn't even get not one Christmas gift. I mean, who cares? But for those that do, you know, I know that things are tight, but things ain't that tight. Where you can forget your loved ones and just Go on with everyday living and and not even care about the person that is by themselves. be a stereotype this is number ten of that list. How can we put one person in a certain category? Why do we do this to each other why? do we as a family remind each other of what we're not when it comes to the family? You're not important. We don't want you to come around. We choose not to invite you because of how you reacted the last time. How long are we going to do this? Give the person, talk to the person. If, you, if you're if you like the head in the family or the glue of the family, like people say, or, you know, that, that auntie, uncle, grandfather, grandmother, and you say, hey, where is such and such? Oh, we chose not to invite her or him because two years ago we had this big blow up. Two freaking years ago and you're still holding on to this. And we wonder why we get sick. We wonder why we deal with heart issues. We wonder why sickness comes on to us. Because we hold on to things and we hold it inside. And where do you think it feeds at? In the inside. We have to do better as a family, y'all. We can't be on the outside looking in. Nobody is living in a glass house. If you throw the right stone, you can shatter every bit of that house around them. But why throw stones when you're not perfect? There should have been some family gatherings that you weren't in, You shouldn't have been invited to, but you were. But I challenge anyone, ask your family, why are you ashamed of me? Why didn't I get an invite to the Christmas party, the birthday, the baptism? I think that that is important to have your whole family see you give yourself to the Lord. When was the, when was the last time you're never going to be around that person again? So 20, 30 years down the road, I'll be 30 years from now, I'll be 36. I'm sorry, 76. I don't know where I'm taking myself to. I don't never want to see the 30s again, y'all. Excuse me. But 30 years from now, I'll be 76. And can you imagine for 30 years never being invited to any kind of gathering that the family may have because of a blow up that happened in 2010, 2013. Can you understand how that hurts a person? It really, really does. And we have to do better at loving our family and forgiving our family. And those that are on the receiving side of forgiving, forgiving, forgive. Forgive and truly forgive. We are living in our last days. And we can't hold all of this bitterness Some of us are living next door to our family and won't even speak. See you struggling with bags. See you change from one way to another way. Don't even ask if you're okay. You don't come outside. They don't make sure you're all right. They don't do any health checks. When do we become this kind of people to each other? When will we learn that love is gonna be what it takes? It has to be, we have to learn how to love each other and not be so critical and crucial to each other. Those that need to be forgiven, needs to be forgiven and the the forgiver needs to forgive. I'm not saying it's okay to always do something. But what I am saying is if somebody does do something, forgive them like your Lord forgives you. You are forgiven by God so many times and he never forgets to invite you. He never not invite you. He never not forgive you. He never stops loving you. He never stops coming around. He never not, never never stops providing for you. Isn't that what family is supposed to do? And we're not doing it. We're 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 not doing it. We're we're stuck. And, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm not saying that I do it all. I'm guilty of my own topic. I'm on the outside looking in. What's wrong with me? That's This is where it's going to start. First, I'm going to look inside of myself. What did I do wrong? What did I say wrong? Is there something that I can possibly change about me? Those that feel like that they don't need change and you're happy and find where you are, then be that way. be happy and find where you are, but also remember, set being seventy six years old, not ever being invited to another family gathering, not even to a funeral or a wedding, nothing. That is so heartbreaking to think that your own family won't invite you, but your friends will. I am a true testimony of when I say God will replace what you're missing. He shouldn't have to. He shouldn't have to because you got a a shitload of family that carries the same blood you do. But then th- those are those friends that God gives to us and say, Hey, she's missing a girlfriend. She needs a girlfriend to go shopping with. I'm going to provide that for her, even though she has four or five sisters. I'm going to provide that for her. And this person is no blood, no relation at all, but they connect. And then they, they, not only be friends, but become family. They never forget about you and you never forget about them. When do we appreciate the friends that God has given us? Some of us do take it for granted. But remember, if God gave it to you, then there's nothing wrong with it. Appreciate your friend, especially if God sent them to you. Because your friend will make sure you eat. Your friend will make sure you got gas in your car. Because they're going to ask, you good this week? Everything okay? You need anything? That's that. Those are friends. But once again, like I said before, if this is the way that you choose to stay and this is the way that you choose to be, then it is perfectly okay because that is you. And this is the problem that we already have. So I can't judge you. But if you feel something different in your heart and you want something different, then please be accepting and do something about it. Let's stop wronging each other. Let's stop being so critical in the family. Let it go. Let it go. Because I can guarantee you for you couldn't even tell that person that what they said word for word. And in that conversation or it, that you guys had, you cannot tell them what they said word for you, word for word to you. You you probably don't even re- really remember. You just know that you were upset with them. And it's seeing as how that you really don't even remember, let it go. We are dying so quickly and so fast. It's not even funny, y'all. Once again, the show is called Let's Talk About It. The topic of the show is on the outside looking in. What's wrong with my family? I hope that whomever listens to this gets some kind of revelation of what it is that they probably need to change or do. I really do hope that this helps someone to be different, to be the one that sets the tone, you know, set the trend, go ahead and set the trend because this is how we break curses this is how we stop being stereotyped people. Wanted to share um, a couple of my poems, but before I do, as I always talk about it, um, I, I pray and I hope that everyone that listens to this topic is their wellness is getting better. Um, we are now coming into the season where we're getting longer days So the days are going to be longer. Hopefully we'll get some really good sunshiny weeks or days to come. If, If we can just get a few days, that would be fine because it's been very, very cloudy and gloomy. And with that being said, you guys, don't forget to check on your family. Don't forget to check on your friend. You know, that that smile is not always a genuine one. And we really, really have to be careful how we handle each other. You don't want to mishandle someone that really, really needs you. And you don't want to mishandle someone that you know is struggling, but you stand by and you don't do anything about it. Don't mishandle somebody because you wouldn't want to be mishandled. I hope everybody really is doing good. I hope that your new year has um started off in a good start um for those that are struggling with the new year don't be afraid to reach out and don't be afraid to say I'm struggling with this new year things are uncertain for me I'm not sure of what to expect remember Take one day at a time. Take one moment at a time. I can tell you that much. Take one moment at a time. If it seems like it's overwhelming and it's a little too much, step back. It's okay. It's okay to not be okay. The more we understand this, the more that we start to care about the people that we know that are not okay and leaving them on the road to walk alone. How dare you? Because you wouldn't want to be left yourself. Um, I don't know. My mind has so much. And when it goes, it goes. And it keeps going and going and going and going. One thing I want to leave with you guys, and one is a poem and one is a saying. People don't abandon the ones they love. They abandon the ones they're using. Remember that. Just a little poem that I wrote. I I write all the time, as I said before. Writing um, helps me release. This podcast helps me release. Therapy helps me to release um, circling myself around good people the best that I can, the best of my thought, the best of what I feel. I try to keep myself around good people. No one likes the feeling of being used. Nobody. And it's not okay to use someone. You know, we all do it. We all do it, and some of us do it unconsciously. So when you feel that you're being used in that way, remind that person that you don't like to feel that way. Just remind them that you don't want to be used. And like I said, we all do it for whatever reasons we do. But this is one of my poems that I wrote. And... Please don't judge me because this is what I do. But this is how I release and I hope that you enjoy the poem. When you learn to genuinely, genuinely love, you're not moved by those who don't know how to love. Love in it. Genuine. Love doesn't retaliate. It doesn't hold grudges. It doesn't point out wrongs. Continually. It doesn't try to prove itself right. It understands that the pain of misunderstanding is part of the process of learning it. It knows that it may have to be hurt by those who don't understand it and chooses to love them anyway. Once again, this show is called Let's Talk About It. I hope that you guys, New Year is going to get better if it didn't start off well Just remember that God is able. Is not one thing that if you pray to him, he won't do. I'm a living witness. I can testify to this, that everything that you've suffered through or ever went through, pray to him and watch him move. Remember, brothers and sisters, you wear it well. Nobody can wear it like you do. Once again, this show is called Let's Talk About It. Have a good afternoon, everyone.